everybody, it's Kaysen, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, an unofficial Tennessee Titans podcast. Join me today, as usual, my co-host, my mom. What's up? Hi, Kaysen, how are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm good. We are playing football twice. Well, not we, but the Titans are playing football twice in four days. That's awesome. It's kind of bananas, and I'm Both here are for at it. home. Yes. Super excited about the fact that both of these are home games because we love to get to go to the games and watch these Warriors in person, so. Yeah, it is sick. Yeah. So we're recording today is Tuesday the 10th of November, and just two days ago, so, it feels like five days ago in some ways, that we just had the game against Chicago. Yeah, uh, we're back in the win column finally. Mm-hmm. We gave the Bears their fourth loss of the season, which puts the record at 5-4, and four, but let's be honest, the Bears are the worst five-win team in the whole entire league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, were there any plays that or anything that stood out to you about the game? Actually, there was a play, and nobody has really talked about this play. Okay. Everyone's just been talking about the A.J. Brown catch and all, the, and all the great plays from the game, but I think this one was mostly underrated. It's before we scored 24 points, Tannehill threw a pass to Jonu, which he, uh, I think he took like 26 yards to like the one-yard line. Then a play later, he caught it and scored a touchdown. Yep, that's a really good observation. Yeah, that that was definitely one of the more underrated plays of the week. And it was funny because right before that happened, I I remember leaning over to Dad and saying, where's Janu? And then all of a sudden, boom, and then boom. So that was awesome. Yes, that was. Yeah. Well, one of those plays that everybody's talking about is the huge play from our new defensive back, number 33. It's good luck for him. And that's Desmond King II. Welcome to Nashville. That's right. He, they're calling him the defensive king. And uh-huh. we have the offensive king in Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. But he came into this game with no full practices under his belt. He only had Zoom meetings and a walkthrough. And so I reached out to Mr. Jim Wyatt, and I asked him if he'd ever heard of another player in Titans history doing the same thing, and he couldn't think of any. So to me, that makes me think that Desmond King II may have made history, Titans history, on Sunday. Well, yeah, um, and this guy had his first time playing with the Titans on Sunday. Cornerback number 39, Breon Borders, was second on the team with nine tackles while playing all 77 snaps. Wow, that's a oh, lot. Amazing including two more stops on special teams. He's a former high school history teacher out of college. He's playing for his seventh NFL team. Holy cow. Yeah. So we're happy to have him. I know I've heard some good stuff about him, but I thought he might need to have a little shout-out. So shout-out to Breon Borders. Yeah. High-five for that. Yep. Already in, like, the middle of the season, we're rebranding kind of our our defense a little. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy to see all of these changes that are happening. Actually, that's what Kansas City did last year, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. <sighs> they dropped two straight. They were 4-0, dropped two straight to Indy and Houston. Then, obviously, after they lost to us, they made defensive changes, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. Wow. I think that could happen. Wouldn't we'll just be... speak it into existence right now. Yeah, wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely here for that. But let's focus on right now. Let's focus on it. So our Titans trivia this week comes to us from Titans Radio on Twitter. Yeah. So they do a show every 
Monday night on 104.5 The Zone, where you can call in and actually ask questions or send in questions on Twitter to the Mike Vrabel Show, and that's hosted by Mike Keith, the voice of the Tennessee Titans. We had him on the show. Awesome guy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We did. It was uh, probably one of the most epic episodes ever. My favorite. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. All, I like all of the all of our episodes. Yeah. But that's Jim Wyatt, he's it's like a tie. Yeah. Lance Smith, Nate Bain. All of the guys I've had yeah. on here are are great. Incredible. Uh yeah. So anyway, they do this show and we sent in a question last night and Mr. John Robinson answered it. And I'm gonna play that clip for you right now. All right, here's one. It says, hi, John. My son, Kaysen, loves the Titans and was wondering who your favorite NFL team was when you were a kid. Thank you and tighten up. Yeah, so so growing up, we only had three channels uh, in the house, NBC, CBS. We had to get, we could get ABC, but I had to go out and turn the antenna to the south so we could pick up the Jackson station. And usually the only NFL team that was on was the Cowboys. So, so I was, I was a Cowboys fan growing up because that was the only football team, pro football wise, um, the majority of the time that was on the TV for me to watch. So, how about that? He's a Cowboys fan, or uh, he was. He was. A, yeah. Definitely they're, tank, was. they're tanking. <laughs> definitely was a Cowboys fan when he was your age. That's amazing. Yeah. But so, when he mentioned on there that he had to go outside and adjust the antenna, did you know what he meant by that? Not really. Okay. So a little education, when your dad and I were younger, we also had to, to our, our parents had to do this or we had to do it. But each house had a big pole attached to it. So with this antenna, you had to, you, you could only get in three channels, like he said. So I just didn't know if you'd heard, heard that old tech before used. No, yeah, can you imagine only having three channels? What would you do? Uh, compared to the amount of channels they have now, uh, I would I would have probably been like, why? <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, technology's changed. Anyway, so the second little piece of trivia, this is kind of Mr. John Robinson's trivia night on, hey kids, this is Titans Talk with Kaysen. The next one also was from the same radio show. Somebody asked what John Robinson's game day ritual is, and he answered this. He said he arrives early, he walks the field, He checks the surface of the field while he's listening to some music, and then he heads into the locker room to get ready for the game. And then, get this, during the COVID season, because there's not a lot of people allowed into the locker room, he actually helps out. This is the general manager of the Tennessee Titans. He helps the equipment manager hand out socks and t-shirts to the players, and then he goes to meet with Coach Vrabel during the warm-ups, and then he heads up to a suite. To watch the game. Wow. That's a pretty crazy cool That's awesome. ritual. The fact that you have the general manager just doing his part and helping out, helping the equipment manager. So shout out to Mr. John Robinson and maybe, just maybe he might listen to this podcast. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> that would be amazing. High five for John Robinson. Fingers crossed. Fingers too. crossed. And you know, I'm just gonna put it out there into the universe. If John Robinson, you're listening to our show. We would love to have you on as a guest. We're just going to throw it out there. What do you think? Uh, yeah. The, uh, I would love to have you on as, for, as a guest. That would be awesome. Definitely uh, one of the highlights of, of the show. Absolutely. And now, here is Kaysen's Quick Picks. Ba-ba-da-ba. 
Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my famous sound effects. Your sound effects are awesome. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Oh, thanks to Human (laughs) Green. I'm just kidding. I know. Go ahead. All right, Texans and Browns. We got to be cheering hard for the Browns on this one, um, which I am going to pick them 32 to 23. Next is Washington and the Lions. I am calling Washington 27 to 24. Bucks and Panthers. I am going with the Panthers again. I know they came up short uh, against KC. I it was so close. I called them, mm-hmm. but they could not get it done. They choked, but... I think that they're going to get it done against uh, Brady and the Bucks, who had a beat down against the Saints. Yeah, they did. Worst loss of TB's career. <laughs> but I am calling the Panthers on this one, 31-30, a come-from-behind win. All right, next, Giants and Eagles. I'm going with the Giants on this one, uh, 25-24. I think that maybe Daniel Jones will finally complete that run that he had on Thursday night <laughs> and not oh, stumble man. and be like, hey, he was, <laughs> that's oh, you just wanted him to just... Oh, he was so close. Yeah. That would have sealed it. Mm-hmm. And Packers and Jaguars, I am calling the Packers 42-28. to 28. Bills and Cardinals, we have to be cheering for the Cardinals on this one. If we win and the Bills lose, we will be the third seed. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I think the Cardinals are the stronger team. Yeah. So I'm calling Cardinals 37-35. to 35. They have DeAndre Hopkins, so. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. He is awesome. Uh, Chargers and Dolphins. I am going with the Dolphins on this one. Uh, thir- 35 to 31. And the Chargers choke again. Okay. Broncos and Raiders. Raiders 30, Broncos 29. Seahawks and Rams. I'm going with the Seahawks 28 to 26. I think that Russ keeps cooking and he gets it done. <laughs> I like it. Bengals and Steelers. This one, I'm having a tough time picking. While Titans fans have to be rooting hard for Cincy, uh, and everyone thinks that Pittsburgh's going to win, Ben Roethlisberger may not play, uh, That and they may have to put in Mason Rudolph. I've been going back on fourth on this one, but I'm going to go with the Steelers. 28, what? 30 to 28. No. Yes. I think they win it by a field goal. Hmm. I don't think so. I, like I, I said, th- like I said last week, just because I'm, just because I want them to lose, doesn't mean I'm going to pick them. But dude, I really think that Joe Burrow, he's a force to be reckoned with, and I think he's going to give the Steelers a run for their money. Okay, Saints and 49ers. I'm going with the Saints, 31 to 13. I don't think that this is the 49ers here. Then finally, the Sunday night game: Patriots and Ravens. Ravens 38, Patriots 24. And what about Monday? Oh, Monday night, we have the the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. We beat both of those teams. And why are they playing on a Monday night? A Monday night football? I don't, I don't schedule them. I don't know. <laughs> you should. I think that you would pick excellent games to be on Monday night football. Games that should be worth it. Yes. I am going with the Vikings on this one. Mm-hmm. 23 to 22. Very good. And now, the sixth graders forecast. Your favorite segment. Brought to you by your mom. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. We don't have a sponsor yet. Though that would be cool to to maybe to get a sponsor. That would be awesome. I just made myself. Because <laughs> it's brought to you. Well, it's brought to the listener, but it's really brought to you, Casein, by your mom. 
<laughs> it would okay, be sorry. We do. Um, it would be cool if we got a sponsor. Yeah, wow. Yeah. The forecast for victory over the Indianapolis Colts, our arch rival. Yes. I hate. I hate. Nemesis. I hate Indy so much. No <laughs> offense to Colts fans, but I just hate the Colts. <laughs> Don't hold back. All right. Now uh, enough with enough with me hating over Indy. Yes. Yeah. Just letting it all out. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, I think, what offense needs to majorly improve on, especially against the Colts, is pass protection. Tannehill has been uh, sacked four times in the last two games. Yikes. It kind of makes me stop breathing when he gets sacked because I feel like they're going to break him. Yeah. Even though I know he's an extremely athletic person or player, he just still, like, I just, woo, don't hurt my quarterback. He he almost got sacked in the end zone against Chicago. Thank the refs that they spot him at the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we really need to protect Tannehill. Indy has one of the top three defenses in the league. They have sacked the quarterbacks more than I can remember this year. So I think that the offensive line needs to step up, protect Tannehill, and I think that the offense will have a great game if they can do that. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then, well, I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> What about defense? Get off the field on third down. Which they were doing a great job. Oh, yeah. On Sunday. I got to tell you. Two of 15 third down conversions. The energy, I don't know what else to call it, just the the players, the new players that brought the energy to the whole team, I really believe it. And then when you got these guys that are balling out, basically, you know, Desmond King and Brown Borders and we could go on and on, Laurel Murchison. Yeah. Those guys just did Awesome on third Phenomenal. down. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But we need to get off the field on third down. Yeah. Um, and one of the ways to do that is get, is get number 17, not R17, but ND17, <laughs> on the ground. Philip Rivers on his back. Yes. Didn't he land on his back during the last game <laughs> yes. on Sunday? Oh, I'm man. going to make a meme of that. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah. Indy has the best offensive line in the league. They are super hard to pressure, and they are super hard to sack. I really think that the Titans' defense needs to pressure Phillip Rivers so he can ha- he can at least throw it away uh, or possibly throw a pick. Make him make a wrong decision and just have him be frustrated on the sideline. Yes, please. I'm here for that. So, you also have Mr. Jim Wyatt's Britches Report. My favorite. Yeah. I was hoping that we could wear all light blue because those are our primetime uniforms, but instead we're wearing navy helmet, obviously, uh, navy blue pants, navy blue tops, uh, navy blue socks. It'd be cool if they had navy if they gave all the players navy uh, blue uh, shoes that that and navy blue gloves. That just complete the look. Oh yeah, but um, but yeah, it's still not a bad look, especially under the lights. Mm-hmm. And you told me about the fact that the last time. We wore all navy on a Thursday night. What happened? Uh, and the it was, it was a little tiny thing that happened. Just a little tiny, tiny little. Derrick Henry had one of the longest runs in in the NFL. Angry run. So yeah. angry. Oh, so good. And actually, that how also, many stiff arms did he have during that? Like three or four. Oh, so great. But, Listener, you need to Google that right now and, and actually, just watch it. Pause our show right now. Go ahead and watch it. Yes, it is one of the most beautiful things you'll see all day. Yeah. And also, the last time that happened was also when an opponent was wearing all white, and Indy's going to wear all white. Hmm. So that, so that, so, uh, yeah. game time, Henry. Game yep. time. That's right. According to Titans Uni Tracker on Twitter, the Titans' record in all Navy is 3 and 1 in 2019, with that loss becoming to, from the Saints. 
and 2 and 0 for 2020. I'm amazed that you remember that. That was the game at home. Yeah. Yeah. But you remember they were all all navy. So yeah. impressive. And actually the last time we faced the Colts we were all navy and they were all white. Remember that in Indy? Um no. <laughs> <laughs> I've slept since then and yeah. it's it's 2020 and I don't remember a lot nobody, <laughs> right now. Nobody does. Nobody does. So were they at home? Uh what? Indy was at home. No, yeah, they were at home. They were they just wore white out. But we we beat them. Yeah, we we killed them. Okay, yeah. 31-17. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I thought. That's where Khalif Raymond had that big touchdown. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. We're wrapping up this episode with your prediction. What's your score prediction, Kason? Ah, my specialty. <laughs> Titans 31, Colts 27. Okay, you think it's going to be that close. And he scores a late touchdown with four seconds left. Ooh, I hate that. They go for two points, but it fails. Okay. Does that make you better? Uh, yeah. Yep, I guess. And we recover the onside kick. Okay. I like the way your mind works. And we take a knee and everyone goes nuts. <laughs> and all the Colts fans cry. <laughs> and the fireworks go off. Um, and I pass out of my bed. <laughs> and what is your prediction? Hmm. I just feel like we're going to score a lot. I'm going to say 38 to 24. Okay. Yeah. Is that considered a blowout again? Because it's 14 points. If it's 14 points, then it's considered a beatdown. But if it's more than that, it's considered a blowout. Okay. Well, I'm going to go for the beatdown. All right. Yep, that's it. Well, listener, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you like the show, please subscribe and give us a little rating out there on whatever platform you're listening on. And also share with your friends. Yes, please share with your friends. Send me a message on Twitter and let me know where you're listening from if you are tuning in to this fabulous podcast. And I say it's fabulous because my son is fabulous and I love him. I love you, honey. Love you too. Well, this is Casey and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough. And beat Indy. <laughs>